What television programme has done more in the past year to keep the sanity of millions of Irish and UK citizens? What has lifted spirits daily since lockdown began? Well, I give you, with a blast of trumpets, a place in the sun. A programme broadcast on Channel 4 and repeated on Channel 5, A Place in the Sun has provided a whole hour every afternoon of pure escapism. While the rain hammered against our windows and we added more coal to the fire, we watched presenters dressed in summer clothing, walking in brilliant sunshine and leading couples around towns, villages and properties in places as far afield as Bulgaria, Turkey, Tunisia, Spain, Portugal, France and the Canary Islands. They recorded the programmes mainly in the off-season as the seaside resorts and towns were quiet. The communal blue pools were deserted. It gives the viewer a somewhat false sense of calm about the place that would in peak season be jammed with holidaymakers. But do bear in mind that many of the people involved in the property search were looking to live all year round in such places. So on balance, I believe it was useful visiting at those times of the year. The programme's format is to present five properties, starting with the weakest and ending with the strongest, ramping up the tension as one by one the properties fall by the wayside and the presenter talks animatedly into the camera with 10 minutes to go of needing to pull a rabbit out of the hat with their final selection. Nine times out of 10, the property chosen is the fifth, which begs the question, why bother to see the others? But then you'd have no programme and it's part of the charm that they visit several areas during each programme, learning a little more about each of the areas that we thought we already knew. The presenters come across as nice, chatty, knowledgeable people, and the couples themselves are invariably people that go with the flow. Go off now and discover this one on your own, they are instructed, and they duly shuffle off and do so. The presenters try to read how the property search is going and share a quiet word with the camera to keep us in the picture. It draws us into the presenter's predicament and primes us for the next property to be seen and the reasons why it's been chosen. It's a nice hook to keep us watching. The couples featured are generally in their 50s or older. Many are seeking a property that can act as a holiday home for several years before they retire to live in the place in the sun permanently. Most sought extra space, a spare bedroom or two for visiting family members, children and grandchildren. Most sought places in towns or close to beaches, often as one of them had a mobility issue. Others sought cooler, more mountainous locations so that they could grow their own grapes, olives, fruits and vegetables. I found that couple watching was an interesting part of the programme how they relate to each other and to the presenter. I mean, if one partner constantly spoke for both, it gave a telling insight into their relationship. Also notice that the male-female couplings, the male will never pronounce on rooms until the female does, and then he agrees with her every time. It's as if men are afraid to disagree with their partners, at least on camera. I guess that a frank exchange of views takes place off camera later, perhaps over a glass of wine that evening. But to focus on the humans and the properties they visit is to miss the X factor that makes this show 
just so watchable and such a tonic for the soul. The X factor is the program's ability to transport the viewer, if only for an hour, to a land of bright sunshine, blue seas, sandy beaches and bobbing yachts. Places where small restaurants have tables with umbrellas set outside. Town squares feature ancient churches. Field upon fields of banana trees border the roads. Promenades trace harbour perimeters and stretch beyond the camera and into the distance. Volcanic mountains covered with greenery tower over villages below, whose beaches feature black stones and sand. The scenery and the heat visibly present at the time of making the programs yields us the spiritual benefit that a bottle of vitamin D tablets never could. We suck in the sun holiday mood. We imagine that sun on our bodies. We walk alongside them as they wander along the seashore. We are there when they sip coffee in a cafe or travel in small boats across crystal clear waters. Yes, there's an additional bonus to be enjoyed in taking voyeuristic delight and in seeing inside other people's properties. Isn't that kitchen a bit small, you know, a bit narrow, a bit traditional, a bit modern, or a bit too far away from the dining room? Isn't that pool fab? It's a bit weird shaped, or is it just small? Would you like a plunge pool in your garden? Did you notice there was no grass in that garden? Did you see the orange grove that came with that place? Then a further bonus comes when the cameraman shares the views from their balconies, the rooftops, the sun traps and the outside cooking areas. It all adds to the pleasure of the programme. Anyway, regardless of which property is chosen as the one, we move to the programme end game with the bidding process, which though never a certainty, tends to occur more times than not. The presenter relays the couple's offer to the property agent and sits back with her mobile phone on the table, waiting alongside the couple to see if it's accepted. It's at this point that the minds of some buyers appear to have become warped during the process of program making. They seem to lose sight of their original budget sum and will be reticent to spend the necessary amount to get the property that has clearly been their favorite and ticked all the boxes. They enter a low bid, say 40,000 below the asking price. They up it marginally by 10,000, and then they say that's your lot. Well, we sit in amazement as they appear happy to walk away from exactly what they wanted with the seller's price well within their budget. Now strange as folk, as an old English saying goes. Alternatively, we see instances where the buyers shoot low with an offer 40,000 below, and to our astonishment, the offer is accepted. Regardless of the outcome of negotiations that go on, the presenter then toasts her couple with glasses of freshly squeezed orange juice and wishes them happiness for the future in the credits roll. The credits themselves are revealing, as it appears the programs were recorded in 2018 and 2019. Due to COVID-19 and the pandemic, program makers didn't uh, make any in 2020 and the presenters were presumably forced to join us for the autumn and winter which must have driven them to add a few layers of clothing if nothing else. Hidden away in the credits are the GBP euro exchange rates which were current at the time of making the program. Now I find this useful as throughout the show prices are given in pounds rather than euros and for us in Euroland 
it is useful to be able to convert to euro values as watching from a cold environment does make a place in the sun seem most agreeable. Is that it then? Well, no, for the viewer can garner one more lift from the programme to the creation of uplifting thoughts that remain with the viewer long after the credits have rolled. Such as, I mean, with prices like those we've just seen, if we really wanted to, we could too probably afford to buy a holiday home or a retirement place. This dream is accessible to all. It just requires a mind flip and a strong desire to make it happen. The freedom this gem of broadcasting offers can last a lifetime.